right, all right. Hey, guys, what's going on? My name is Chris Akiz, and this is your Best Life Defined. I'm kind of getting a rhythm to that. You know, this is your Best Life Defined. I kind of like that. That's pretty cool. How you doing today? No, really, how you doing? How's it feel? How did it feel this morning to wake up? You got any struggles you're facing? Got anything you're like, damn, damn, don't want to do it. Don't want to do it, but I have to do it. I had a lot of that stuff when I was when I had a conventional house. I did. I had a lot of those issues where I would wake up in the morning and I'd be like, ah. And there's something that I just hate. Like I hate painting. I really do. I hate it. I just can't stand it. All right. I don't know why. Well, I found a way around it. I was thinking about this. I'm out there walking and talking and thinking about how do you, how do people accomplish great things when the hurdles between what they where they are and what they want are so great and are so just difficult you know like consider being a going to school to be a doctor and then doing residency and those type of things it's just the the amount of work and effort and tenacity it takes it's just like ah but what i figured out was the foundation for how we respond how we actually perform to in any given task is what drives the energy in that task. The example is when, after my dad died, my dad used to do all my yard work. I mean, I seldom mowed the lawn. That was his thing. He did it, took care of the lawn and all that. And I, I had grown, once he died, I think that lawn work represented, it was too much of a reminder of him. And so I just hated it because my dad was supposed to be mowing my lawn. That's what he did. And then he wasn't there. And I'm like, ugh. And for the longest time, I'd go out there and mow that lawn, and I'd hate it. But then one day I realized, wait a minute. I started thinking about how I could change my life and how I didn't want my life to end the way my dad's did, or even worse, because my dad was a nice guy. He was friendly and kind and considerate, and I was a little bit of a butthead. I was kind of an angry dude. And there I was, destined to die an angry probably lonely person because i don't think sandy could have endured too much more of it i don't think i don't think she would have been able to endure it so the way i got around it was once i started looking at my life and realizing that i had options i know i was angry because i was trapped in this life and i didn't know how to change it and all of a sudden i realized wait a minute i can change it i can change it and then all of a sudden, all those burdens having to do the lawn work and maintain the house and remodel the back room and, and all those things we had to do to get ready for our transition to a better life became opportunities. See, the reason we, the reason that things we do often suck and we just can't seem to be at our best when we do them isn't because we don't have the ability to do that. It's we don't have the motivation to do that don't have the motivation to do that and the reason I didn't have the motivation was because I was thinking about all the things that were wrong with what I was doing with that lawnmower and pulling weeds what sense did it make to pull weeds and what sense does it make to have a lawnmower but in seeing that and seeing that I have an option and by pushing through it and making changes as I go along I figured I didn't mind mowing the lawn anymore because that was the thing I needed to do to sell the house. 
I didn't mind remodeling the back room because that's what I needed to do to sell the house. And why did I need to sell the house? Well, I needed to sell the house because I wanted to travel. I wanted to go explore this thing called life and not be encumbered by the obligation of showing back up in Canyon City and having to take care of a house or have to deal with renters or any of the things that come with that. Didn't want any part of it. All of a sudden, my energy level is on the on the roof. I mean, it's way up here, right? So I'm like, and that's that's really the ticket. And what happened, or I guess the point of this is, when I changed my thinking about the tasks I faced, I changed my life. Instead of looking at the things I was doing and the things I was facing as a burden, I created an opportunity around them. Doing these things will give me this. Works. When I paint now, I don't mind painting. I don't mind pretty much anything now, tasks. It's just what I do. It's just an action in my life. And when I do fall into that wondering about it or questioning whether it's something I should still be doing, it all comes down to this. I'm doing the best I can at it. I'm going to be as good as I can at it because it's part of something that gives me access to what I want to do. Do a good job of maintaining my rig. Do a good job of taking care of my wife because I want to make sure that I'm at my best. Makes it easy. And it's all built around the idea of the success we'll see in our life because of it. When I think about getting up and doing the dishes before my wife can, I think about how good it must feel for her to see me get up and do the dishes before she can get to them. I think about how much she must, what she must think of me for being the man that I am, for saying, hey, listen, she makes a squeak. I say, hey, I got that. What do you need, baby? What do you need? Change your thinking. If you stand in the dark and you think about the bad side of things, guess what you're going to see in your life? The bad side of things. Guess what the things you're not going to see? You're not going to see opportunity. You're not going to see the optimism or feel the optimism of knowing that no matter where you are, if you keep working hard enough, you keep pushing towards it, if you define the right goal, a good goal, it is nothing to achieve it. And nothing can get in your way. But in order for that to happen, you're forced. You're forced to look at the other side. You're forced to step into the light with it. Step into the light and see what can be. It doesn't matter what can't be, because as long as you're not willing to put the effort forward, that is irrelevant. No one cares about what you can't do. I mean, when you go to an interview, your employer, your prospective employer doesn't say, hey, so tell me all the things you can't do. Why would that be? Well, it probably because... It doesn't matter. What least you're curious about is what you can do. What I can do. Let's say you're in a position. Let's just talk about this. I want to personalize this. I want to bring this home to you. So talking about you. Pick anything in your life that sucks. Let's take an example. Let's say that your employment sucks. You want your employment not to suck? Well, the first thing you have to do is you have to kind of figure out, well, why, why does it suck? Is it's not enjoyable? Okay, maybe it's not enjoyable. Maybe you're not good at it. Okay. Maybe it doesn't pay enough. Whatever that is, whatever your motivation is, or whatever the reason doesn't really matter as much as finding the motivation to friggin' escape it. How do you do that? Let's say you're not making enough money and the prospect of making enough money will never be there. So build a new story. Build a story around how this job is going to take you, fund you, fund your life until you can move into a position where you can make more money. It's going to give you the base salary to go ahead and start working towards maybe going back to school, 
Maybe you hold this job. It's not because you love it. It's because you need the cash. And then you pick up another job and you hold it because you need the cash. And when you have a stack of cash, now you can say, okay, what's next? What do I need to do to change my income? Maybe I'll go back to school. Maybe I'll go to a different location. I'll relocate to someplace where I can make more money doing the same thing. Maybe I'll take a class. It doesn't matter what it is. The point is, is that it's no longer about the job. Your thoughts aren't on the job. Your thoughts are past the job to where that job's going to take you. And all of a sudden, that job just becomes a stepping stone. I worked the federal prison. When I first went to work at the federal prison, you could work as much overtime as you wanted to. The only thing you couldn't do was you couldn't work three shifts in a row. You had to, the maximum you could work was two shifts, and then you had to have at least eight hours off, right? I hated overtime. The last place I wanted to be was in the prison. But what I wanted was I wanted to finish remodeling my house. I wanted to have the nice home my wife and I and my family deserve. And in order for that to happen, I had to earn money. So when I went to work and they had overtime and I signed up and I did 14 double shifts in a row, it wasn't because I was loving what I was doing. It was because I was loving what it was doing for me. I was loving the fact that we were running on an all-cash basis. We were buying all of our construction equipment, our construction materials, cash. We had a credit card. We wouldn't do any of that. I could have looked at it from the standpoint, oh, I want to be home. I don't want to be working. This sucks. This sucks. Every day I was there, every hour I was there was a reminder that how cl much closer I was going to get to my dream, my goal, and that was to give my wife that pretty house she deserved. Did I get it done? Hell yeah, we got it done. Hell yeah, we got it done. Change your thinking. See, that's the problem with this. And it doesn't, this whole idea, none of these ideas are stationary. They're not just linked to a single specific circumstance. When you think about anything in your life you would like to change, anything in your life you would like to make better, the same principle applies. Change your thinking about that thing. That irritation, you've been married 11 years, the fire died about two years ago, you're just kind of hanging out, more friends than you are, lovers, you know, just kind of doing your thing. There hasn't been any sparks in a while because you're both too damn busy, too tired. The kids need everything, ain't got time for each other. Change how you think about it. Change your thinking. Change the story around you and, and your partner. Change the story about what could be. Not what is. Change the story to what could be. In your mind, just think to yourself and maybe have a conversation. Hey, baby, remember how it used to be? You want to be this? Maybe we could make it like that and just laugh it off. Plant those seeds. Start that idea. Start that conversation. Pretty soon... If the story gets good enough, if you get excited enough about the story, you can be like, hey, well, you know, we talked about date night. That'd be cool. Like we used to, let's just go ahead and do that. One night a week, let's go ahead and hang out and just just share stories and get to know each other again. Hmm? Man, wouldn't that be cool? Wouldn't that be cool to love each other like we did when we were young, when we first got together? Wouldn't that be cool? That'd be the shit, right? Even if it never happens, just start talking about it. Change your thinking about that issue, about your relationship. Change how you view it. And you know what? What will happen is it will evolve into your image. Because all of a sudden you'll find yourself, you'll be like, you know, I'm going to go and do, I'm going to, I'm going to surprise her. I'm going to clean the house before she gets home. She thinks I'm out hanging out with the guys. I'm out playing disc golf. I'm playing golf, doing my thing, fishing, doing whatever. I'm hanging back. I'm going to go ahead and 
get get the house all cleaned up, pimp it out. Maybe I'll cook supper. She comes in. She's like, wow. It's like, damn. Yeah, that those are points towards becoming irresistible. <laughs> that's why that's why my wife loves me so much. I say that I'm like, yeah, my wife loves me so much. It's because it's true. That's why my love, lo wife loves me so much. It's because I'm really working to be irresistible. I want her to look at me and think, oh, you're so sweet. And she's been saying that stuff more and more every day. So I'm thinking, yeah, I am on track with this bad boy. I am becoming irresistible. Yeah, that's a pretty cool one, ain't it? Yeah. Change your thinking, change your life. And it's with anything. I mean, change your thinking about the true value of the opinions of this whole political fight we have in front of us and start changing that from it has I have to see it every day to I have to spend more time thinking about me. I have to spend more time instead of thinking about what I hate, think about what will do best for my grandchildren and great-grandchildren. Change that thought, change that focus, stop listening to that noise and start asking yourself, what's important to me? Do you really want to be careful? Because what's going to happen is you, what you do is going to impact your children and grandchildren. Your grandbabies are going to grow up someday and they're going to be left with the mess. We leave them, right? So why would we leave them a mess? Again, we're to back to that same issue, changing your thinking, changing your life. And in that case, changing your life and the lives of your grandchildren. I don't know anyone who can justify the idea that hate is okay. I don't know anyone who can justify the idea that it's okay to hate people we don't know because of people we don't know. Doesn't make a damn bit of sense to me. And the reason it's happened is because someone changed your thinking. Your grandmother wouldn't be impressed with you for the evil things you done do. All these people running around doing all this crazy crap, burning businesses, stealing stuff, damaging public property. Really? Really? Someone changed your thinking because you know better, right? But that's how it works, right? It can go both ways. You can step into the dark like that. That's what's happened right now. That's why we don't talk to each other. That's why everybody seems to have someone they hate. Because someone changed your thinking. Because you certainly weren't taught that. We aren't, aren't taught to hate our neighbor. Thou, you, thou shall hate your neighbor. You're Democrat. Thou shall hate Republicans. <laughs> I'm just making noise here. Hey, listen. I think you get it. I, I hope you understand what I'm talking about. Got off on the deep end there. Kind of got my irritation up. But I hope you're, hope you're picking it up. Sit up every day and take a look at your life. Pick one thing that you really want to see changed in your life and then spin a story around it that makes it worth doing. Spin a story around it or achieve a goal or define a goal that actually energizes you enough to put fuel in your tank and allow you to achieve that goal. I hope you'll keep showing up. I hope you'll share. Thanks again. The numbers are growing. It feels good to be here. And as always, just remember today's your day. Make it a good one.